everyone. Welcome to episode three of 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Dunn. Um, if you've never listened to the podcast before, wow, this is getting more and more, like easier and harder to uh, introduce at the same time. So the deal is, uh, about a month ago, I went down to Springfield, Illinois to tour the Lincoln home, and he was there, uh, Abraham Lincoln, our former president. I don't know how to explain it to you other than that. Uh, I knew it was him. Um, he appeared before me and told me he wanted to uh, counsel the American people through this turbulent time, this 2016 election. Uh, I then offered to do a 15-minute uh, podcast with him each week. Well, I said, let's do a podcast. I'd do it for two hours each week, but he said I can only appear for 15 minutes if you say my name three times. Um, I, I don't know why he won't tell me anything about the afterlife. Um, the past two episodes have been good. We've gotten a little distracted. First with Chipotle, and then, I mean, there's a good chance President Lincoln stole my phone at some point during the first episode, and then he got real into Pokemon Go. We ended up talking about that during the second episode. I'm not deterred. I am treating this like any journalist would, and I am trying to get, um, you know, real commentary on this 2016 election, and I will continue to do that. Uh, me, Tim Dunn, your host. I think that's everything, folks. Um, let's go ahead and summon... Our greatest leader, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, we have a lot to cover this week uh, about the RNC, so I'm going to stay on him on top of that. What? Stay on top of him as far as that. Here we go. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Timothy Robert Dunn. Hey, I felt much more prepared for your uh, appearance this time. It was, it was, I'm used to the wind. Yep. Yeah. S swooping in. Yeah. How was your week? My week was splendid. How was your week? Uh, can't complain. Excellent. Yeah. You know, um, I don't... Here's a question I, I know you can't tell me about the afterlife, but I, I need to ask it anyways. Were you able to watch the uh, Republican National Convention from where you were? Uh, uh, no, the, the one in 1860? Nope. Okay. Answers my question right off the bat. No, um, uh, the one in uh, Cleveland uh, this year. Oh, no, I'm 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 sure it's a I'm sure it's a lively affair. Cleveland is a burgeoning metropolis, a, a vibrant city, always on the up and up. So, um, the fact that we're recording right now, um, at uh, we're recording at about six twenty, uh, Thursday night, we are not in time to uh, hear Donald Trump's speech and give commentary uh, on it uh, at the convention. Um, however, we can sort of talk about the events that have happened so far. Um, can you start off by telling me, though, what was your convention like, President Lincoln? Uh, my convention personally? Yeah. Oh, uh, so you refer to the convention of 1860? Yes. Well, uh, I heard... Was it, it fun? I heard it was a lively, fun affair. I heard it was vibrant, and I hear, I hear that we had a good discussion. We were able to merge factions and create a platform that would serve... I'm, I might be a little bit lost. You didn't, um, you didn't go to your... No! ...convention? No! It was not customary for candidates back then to go to their conventions, campaign for themselves. No, it, it, it was the, the party leaders who, who, who campaigned on behalf of the leaders, of, of the candidates, choosing one and creating a platform. So and you didn't ticket. give a convention speech or anything like that? No, I didn't. Uh, uh, that is preposterous. No, I did no such thing. In fact, I didn't even campaign. I just wrote a uh, little bit of an autobiography. Would you like me to read it for you? No, I, uh, yeah, we'll, get to, we'll get to that. Yeah. <sighs> So, um, the the 2016 Republican National Convention. Of course. 
Uh, this was a time for Donald Trump to uh, sort of unite the party behind him. Why is he doing it? Why couldn't he get other people to do it for him? Is um, he not the candidate of the of the ticket? No, he is the candidate of well, the ticket. Well, then ticket. get the party. I'm sure the party elites and the, 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 everyone else in the party would just be more than happy to unify the party on his behalf. No, he sort of defeated all the party elites. Defeated them in a duel? No, he didn't No, he didn't shoot anyone. Uh, well, we he could have used broadswords. We don't have That was duel. my weapon of choice in a duel. How good were you with the broadswords? Well, I never got to find out I was this close, though, to get in a duel to defend my honor. Who I, with, if you don't mind uh, Some... Jimmy Jabroke. Must uh, have been a long time ago. It was a, uh, what was his name? Clown, clown head. Uh, you know, what was it? Did you just say, yo, what was his? Uh, oh, I, I was trying to recall his name. He, he's Mr. F- Mr. Frog Feet, or uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Cricket Face. Regardless, we don't have duels anymore. Um, how I mean he defeated uh, the party insiders is he's um, he's not the man that anyone would normally expect to run for president. Oh. Uh, but he had every right to, you know, he filled out all the paperwork, uh, got all the signatures, uh, all, all that sort of necessary bureaucracy. Tell me, tell me more about the paperwork. I don't know how it works. Ah. I do not know how to register ah, to run for president. That's disappointing, Tim. Yeah. I had hoped that someone with your expertise could just fill me in on paperwork behind the how a political party chooses its candidate these days. The point is he defeated like a dozen established Republican candidates, some other weirdos as well. One full dozen. Uh, More like 16 or 17, I believe. Goodness! Yeah. Even back when I ran, that would have been a ton of people. Right. A full ton. Right, yeah. Let's see, I didn't have nearly as many challengers. Just had a handful of of, uh, fellas there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see, Salmon P. Chase. Okay. Uh, from Ohio, uh, Seward from Pennsylvania. I believe we talked about him before. They were the main ones. There were a couple other folks who had uh-huh. a little bit of traction. But um. Um, So as far as uniting the party, uh, it's been a difficult week. It's, the convention's been plagued with controversies, um, starting with um, uh, his wife's speech, which it, we found Wait. out— his wife gives a speech? Yeah, it's weird. I don't what know how to... is this? Is this some sort of variety show, or is it a political convention? This sounds like it's for entertainment purposes only, not to seriously and solemnly solve the nation's ills. Well, it kind of is. Uh, we had um, an actor, uh, Scott Bayo, gave a speech. Oh, is he? does he perform Shakespeare? No. Oh, then he performs only American classics, then. In the sense that he was on Happy Days, he was on an American classic. Happy yes. Days. What yes. a name for play. I'm I can't sure. get into it right with, with you right now as far as what Happy Days was. That's like too many weird things to talk promise about. Promise me we'll do a full session on no, just Happy Days. I'm not going to promise you we're going to do <laughs> a Timothy full Robert episode Dunn, on Happy Days. Please, I beg of you, I beseech you, give me your word we could spend. Can we do an episode on entertainment in which we cover Happy Days? I am a fan of compromise. Okay. Yes. All right. We'll do a full entertainment of in 2016 episode. I must know what Happy Days okay. was. <laughs> so um, uh, he had an actor speak. He had all sorts of. There were plenty of establishment Republicans. So he had an actor speak. He had his wife speak, and this was not some sort of comedy show. I mean, a lot of people would say that in jest, that it was a comedy ah, show. Yes, of course, his right. political opponents would. Yes, the Southern Democrats. I'm sure. They're not around the anymore. The free soilers. Um, but his wife's speech, we found out, was plagiarized, uh, copied uh, from the former first lady, uh, which was a bit of controversy. Wait. So other first ladies have given speeches? 
Yeah, it's kind of a common thing uh, now. Like the the first, imagine like Mary Todd at the convention giving a speech about what a great guy you are. Oh yeah, like that'll happen. <laughs> Were things not going I mean, so well? No, most of the time she just merely tells people about how I re- reside at one hundred and one Doghouse Lane. I get you, bro. I would tell people all the time, I'm the president. This is the address of the White House. And she starts squawking. And then she comes in with, no, he lives at 101 Doghouse Lane. They'd be like, oh, is this the Lincoln bedroom? She'd be like, no, the Lincoln bedroom's out there. Point out the window at the The little doghouse. Little doghouse. She razzed me. Yeah, I gotcha. My girlfriend's kind of like that, too. Ah, you have a girlfriend. I do have a girlfriend. You exchange letters? No, we live together. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. We'll get into that. We're not doing a whole episode on my relationship. Okay. But um, maybe, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll bring her in sometime. Please. Okay. Um, so then uh, the other controversy was um, one of his former opponents, Ted Cruz, last night okay. came to speak at the convention and did not, um, uh, why am I blanking on the word? Endorse him. He did not endorse him for uh, uh, the office of uh, the president. Oh. Said he would not support him because- um, Donald Trump uh, attacked, not physically, but politically attacked uh, his wife, said she wasn't attractive, and uh, said his father was a murderer as well. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the discourse now. Was his father actually a murderer? I'm sure there was some li- like reasonable proof that he might have drawn upon it. No, it was just sort of a tabloid article. Uh, Ugh, that tabloid rags. Yeah, right. The more and more you describe this this candidate, I, uh, I'm having a harder time relating to him and seeing how he could possibly captain the party that I was a member of. Yeah, the uh, the whole world is kind of feeling that way right now. Um, but uh, in terms of the convention, this really was his chance to uh, tie together these disparate groups that he needs. He Like, the Republicans are at a deficit as far as electoral, um, what do you call them, points? Uh, electoral votes? Electoral votes. Yeah, they're... They are most definitely votes. Okay, I'm sorry I said points. It sounds very stupid. It's uh, not, I don't want not you the to, first time. I don't want you to question that I'm the right person that you should be doing this podcast uh, with, President Lincoln. Okay. All right. I shall take you at your word. Okay. Um, so uh, the Republicans are at a deficit. They need every white male vote in this country that they can get. Um, and he needs to tie together you know, support from like the Tea Party and support from the- uh, Know-nothings. The th- folks who oppose immigration because they worry that the immigrants will ruin our national identity and force us to Oh, yes, yes, identity. he needs those people. Yes, of course. So they're worried about the Catholics from Ireland and Germany. And- N- uh, no, they're worried about, again, um, oh, we haven't actually covered this, uh, Mexican immigrants. That's what everyone's worried oh. about. Yeah. Certainly we're not still at war. With- we're, not, we're not at war with Mexico. Then what's the worry? Next. Um... The moderate Republicans, the uh-huh. ones who will actually work with Democrats. Oh, so they're more kind of like the uh, the the uh, no uh, Wilma Proviso types, the free soilers, who are willing to just uh, agree set limits to where slavery could be expanded to. I mean, I know that there's no more no slavery. more slavery. Yeah. Uh, yes, but I know what you mean. People who will um, uh, compromise. Compromisers. I yes. L- I love a compromise. And there's less and less compromisers nowadays. Hmm. It's a real problem in our in our. Uh, of course, I could see legislative how that... bodies. Oof. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, he even had a chance to uh, uh, tie together fringe groups from the Republican Party. There was uh, the thought that maybe because he's not an establishment Republican, um, that uh, he could get uh, log cabin Republican support. Oh, but log cabins. Yes. They're never, actually never uh, heard of them. <laughs> they're actually inspired by you in the sense oh. that log cabin Republicans um, are based around the idea that you wanted everyone to be included in the new Republican Party. Of course. Earlier you said that they needed the support of all the white males. And yes. So set me straight here, Timothy. Okay. Why are they not relying on the, on the one-eighth of the United States of America that are Africans that would perhaps easily vote for the Republican Party, seeing as that we were the most we were the ones responsible for, for ending the, uh, the uh, abhorrent slavery? Um, well, I, there's been a... Ah, I okay. cannot imagine that less than 90% of African Americans vote for Republicans these days. There was actually a recent poll about African Americans in Michigan and how they would vote. Um, Donald Trump, the Republican candidate, came in at 0%. What? Yeah. It's just, I think, I can't speak to why African Americans no. vote for Democrats over Republicans. Um, because? I'm white. Ah. Yeah. Well, I don't feel comfortable making that assumption of why they do or do not. Um, but as far as uh, uh, log cabin Republicans, uh, as I was saying, they they want everyone to be included, and they also um, they represent LG the LGBT community. Why did I think you would know what that is? Um, they represent uh, gay Americans, hmm. I, homosexuals. Ah. Yeah. Well, why would they need the support of half a dozen religious fanatics that must act out every single strange story from the biblical, uh, the, from the Bible? Oh, no, no, no. Um, the homosexual community is, oh, boy, this is, I really walked into something here. Um, so the homosexual community uh, uh, sort of started to gain a voice in... Ah, and you can explain this because you are... No, I'm not, again, I just said I had a girlfriend. Um, oh, so... Homo ah, okay. I... What I'm saying is um, the homosexual... I, again, I shouldn't be able to speak for the homosexual community either. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of history. Oh. Um, they gained... I should have really watched Milk or something before I um, did this podcast... Milk always soothes the stomach. <laughs> if you got nerves, they'll help them. So As you know, homosexuals are men that sleep with men or women that sleep with women. <sighs> yes, I have read of such stories in the Bible, but I've never encountered such things. Much more common nowadays. Uh, here in 2016, we see sexuality as being more of a fluid thing than a binary, uh, heterosexual, or homosexual. What a hassle. Oh, so it's just a stress, don't you think? I mean, it's easier nowadays. I know exactly. I don't have to worry about anything. At the end of the day, I do believe that if my wife loves me, then there's nothing else that matters. And I'll say that there isn't a whole lot that matters because I am not quite sure most days if she loves me. Because I peer out of the doghouse looking at her up in the penthouse. Okay, oh. I think it's not that different for... Uh, marriages nowadays or uh, gay marriages nowadays. Oh, I just walked into something there. Gay people can get married to each other officially in the in the United States. So gays are homosexuals. Yes, gays and are homosexuals. They can get married to each other. LGBTQ stands for lesbian, bisexual, uh, 
trans, gay, and queer. I think I got the order there right. Probably not. Um, uh, point is, um, that's a, a whole demographic of people. I don't know what the percentages are, um, but it's much more prominent nowadays. And it like is 80%? a eighty percent. It's not eighty percent. That's far too high. We're talking. I'm going to say nope. I'm not even going to guess because that sounds awful. Um, point is, just wager a guess. Wager a guess. Five to ten percent of America, which is a a, a large voting block. You would yeah. want um, the the Republicans. Your party have lost that vote largely because they did not support gay marriage. Oh, and the Democrats kind of did. Mm. Yeah. Well. Was this an issue that caused a civil strife of some sort? No, there wasn't like a war. It well, was... I know there was no war. But... Yeah. It was more just like we were all mad at each other for a very long time. Still kind of mad about it. Um, in fact, uh, Peter Thiel, uh, who's the speaker tonight, is apparently going to admonish uh, the Republican convention for their history on uh, uh, gay rights. Um, in fact, <laughs> some people have said rumors that perhaps you yourself, President Lincoln, were a homosexual. What? Now, I know this not to be true because in Same. episode one, you talked about how much you liked Mary Todd's big booty. She had a... a you like a nice rum. She has a nice one. Oh, that's why it tears me up so much when she won't let me at it. down on the table. He's really... Oh, that's why it's... She knows how to get to me. She knows how to hit me where it hurts. So when she takes it away... Oh, baby, it hurts. President Lincoln, if you could... Come on. Bring your head up. Baby, let me out the doghouse. <sighs> no dice. Back to the doghouse tonight. You back with us? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Um, apparently, there are some people who have reported on the practice of you co-sleeping. Could you talk to me about what that is? Co-sleeping, the only way to sleep. Best sleep you'll ever get. Okay, what is it? You just pile up with a bunch of your buddies and share the only bed in town. Okay, so you... I you... spent most of my life co-sleeping with other men. Wait, why do people think I am I am a homosexual? Well, because of the co-sleeping. That's a big part of it. What is that? Just because a man spends most of his life sleeping with other men does not make him a homosexual. Just because he spends this time not wearing pants and, and laying next to someone to to share body warmth, that is not a homosexual relation. Yeah, no, I, I the Bible's I get... very clear about what is what is homosexuality and what is not homosexuality. So it's mostly just like there weren't many beds back then, and you guys just had to share beds. Yes, when I moved to New Salem in 1831, I shared a bed. That's correct, Billy Green. Uh, oh, okay. I was gonna. It was a small bed. When one of us rolled over, the other one had to roll over too. We stayed cuddled next to each other for warmth. And he did give me the nicest compliment ever, which he said. Um, I had the most perfect thighs a human being could ever have. Why do people think I'm a homosexual? Okay, can you talk to me about Joshua Fry Speed? Yeah, Joshua Speed, another man I co-slept with. And I'm still, I don't, you haven't answered why people think I am a homosexual. It's the co-sleeping thing, and people maybe thought that you just married Mary Todd for her money. Her <laughs> money? Mm, that's not I know, you've she, talked about the money. That's not what she keeps yes. up that dress. <laughs> It's not the money she's got up back there. Okay. It's not what I'm dogging around for. I could get money in any way I needed to. Joshua Speed. But there's only one way I can get what I need. 
The rump. Yeah, I know, I know. <sighs> like a big old rump. You lived with Joshua Speed for four years. I did. Yeah. We shared a bed. Shared a bed. Me and him and two other men. One of your best friends, right? Who? Speed? Speed. Oh, Speed was indeed a, quite a fine fellow. And it's I a cool name, him. too. Cool means um, popular, good. Yes, it, it was a good name, Speed. I did enjoy his company. I did miss him very much so when I moved to Washington. Sure. Well, actually, you know, well. Anyway, we shared a bed with him and William Herndon, my law partner, and a couple other men sometimes whenever we'd have too much to drink. And Wait, just, what? Yeah, whenever we'd have too much to drink, be like, well, I might as well just sleep here. All right, then, Okay, Jimmy, this was in New Salem. Drop S- trowel, climb in the bed. <laughs> this was in New Salem? No, this was Springfield. New okay, Salem, this was I left New Salem after a little while. Can I ask, why didn't you guys just build more beds for everyone? Beds took a while to build. And it, there was no need to build or buy another one. We were thrifty. We understood the value of, of what our time could be spent doing. One bed good enough for several fellas. Can you? I'd also like to talk to you about uh, Captain David Derrickson. He was one of your bodyguards. Yeah, he was a bodyguard. Um, he guarded you, my body in the bed. When um, when Mary Todd uh, was out of town, you would co-sleep with him as well? Yes, of course. Why would you keep co-sleeping when you're I, married? Well, because if anyone understands how it feels to not share the bed with someone... It's me when I'm out there in the doghouse, you know? And the last thing I'd want to do is inflict that on somebody else. Not going to make him sleep outside the door. Come on in. Climb in the bed. Take off your pants and get in the bed. It's a lot of taking off the pants. You don't want to wear your house pants in the bed. You want to keep the the dust and the dirt out of the bed as much as possible because you're only going to wash your sheets a couple times in your life. That has not changed that much. Getting back to the issue of gay marriage, do you— Given that you are a, a visitor to our, our time now. I don't understand why anyone could possibly care about that. About whether two people want to have sex with each other? Who cares? Well... Why are you all so pervy? Well... Making up rumors, ruining some just platonic, good-natured male relationships with your just licentious lies. Yeah, it, part of it is the what we call the religious right... Nowadays, in 2016, it's the evangelicals. Um, they uh, uh, adhere pretty pretty strongly to the Bible. Of course. I, the good book. read it many times. And I know which passages you refer to in Scripture that speak out against homosexuality. But right. honestly, we just kind of like skipped over those. I truly wish the Republican Party would have had this ideology about gay well, marriage from I, the start. I still don't even understand it. I mean, it, sure, great. I, I honestly a, think the... Uh, the um, I honestly think the ideology is just that they think it's gross, and they try and legislate around Wait. that. It's not compulsory, is it? What do you mean? It's not mandatory? No, gay sex is not mandatory in 2016. Okay, because I had, I have, I know what I like to do with the man in the bed, and I don't need any government in there telling me what to do. I'm just going to throw this out there. What do you like to do with a man in the bed? Drop trowel and sleep together. Nothing gay. Well, Mr. Lincoln, um, thank you for joining me again <sighs> for 15 minutes with Timothy. Lincoln. I feel like each week I come here and you have something you want to talk to me about, and uh, we don't end up actually talking about it. Yeah, you know, we have not done a great job. I take full responsibility. No, I'm it's, sure not, that... it's really not your fault. Well, you said you have other podcasts. I'm sure they go much better than this one. Um, I'm in a morose state of self 
You know what? I tell you what. Full of regrets. Next week is the Democratic National Convention. We can talk about it if you want, but you've had a traumatic time, I understand, visiting 2016. All you really see, from what I understand, is this recording studio. Is there something fun that you would like to do or talk about? Oh, get back to me. Okay, I will check in with you. Next Next week is just Abe's week. Just Abe's week. Just Abe's week. We'll talk about whatever you want. You still have my phone? Yes. You can look up whatever you want on the internet, and then I will come in and I will talk to you about it, whatever you're curious about. Okay, I have a lot of questions that I've gotten off the internet. Oh, um, okay. Uh, do you want to save it for next week then, or do you want to uh, do a little preview? No, it's, I, I, I do obviously defer to you, and I trust your judgment or whatever matter you believe would be the best, but perhaps we should wait till next week because I have seen some things that just... <sighs> on the internet? Yes. Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking about. We will discuss that next week. Um, how much? Do you know how much time you have left? Or uh, right now? Yeah. Well, I think that I, I judging by. Well, folks, that was President Abraham Lincoln. Um, I felt a little bit better about this one. Uh, we got him to stick to the convention. He got a little hung up on why he was considered gay, but uh, honestly. Seems like if he was um, to be a politician in 2016, he would be all for gay marriage or seem to just not care, kind of like a libertarian. Point is, um, I think I'm going to talk to our greatest president about porn next week, and I don't know how to feel about that. He, um, I also don't know what he's doing on my phone. Uh, that's still paid for by my parents. Why did I just say that? Uh, running up my data plan, for all I know. But tune in next week for a talk about pornography. Hey, if you have uh, questions for our nation's greatest president, Abraham Lincoln, uh, email us at 15 minutes, that's numerical 15, 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to get some questions. Haven't had any yet. We're three episodes in. Come on, you guys. And again, get the word out there about this podcast because, like, as I said last time, I confirmed the fact that there's an afterlife and I'm talking to a real president that used to be alive. So this should, I should at least have my, my Twitter account verified, is what I'm saying. That's all, that, I'm not asking for that much. Okay, folks, thank you again for listening to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>